Hi everyone, I'm Alice of class 3BL from Liceo Marie Curie. And for today's podcast, I will introduce you to a topic taken little into consideration by many. Anxiety and depression in adolescents. This problem that many students have could be monitored by the school with proper assistance to the students. But now, let's start by saying what anxiety and depression is. Depression and anxiety disorders are different, but people with depression often experience symptoms similar to those of an anxiety disorder, such as nervousness, irritability, and problems sleeping and concentrating. But each disorder has its own causes and its own emotional and behavioral symptoms. Let's see what they are. Depression. Well, feeling down, sad, or upset is normal. It can be concerning feeling that way for several days or weeks on end. The physical symptoms and behavioral changes caused by depression include decreased energy, chronic fatigue, or feeling sluggish frequently, difficulty concentrating, making decisions, or recalling, pain, aches, cramps, or gastrointestinal problems without any clear cause, changes in appetite or weight, difficulty sleeping, waking early, or oversleeping. While the emotional symptoms of depression include loss of interest or no longer finding pleasure in activities or hobbies, persistent feelings of sadness, anxiety, or emptiness, anger, irritability, or restlessness, feeling guilty or experiencing feelings of worthlessness or helplessness, thoughts of death or suicide, and suicide attempts. Anxiety The anxiety or fear and worry can happen to anyone from time to time too. It's not unusual to experience anxiety before a big event or important decision. But chronic anxiety can be debilitating and lead to irrational thoughts and fears that interfere with your daily life. The physical symptoms and behavioral changes caused by generalized anxiety disorder include feeling fatigue easily, difficulty concentrating or recalling, muscle tension, racing heart, grinding teeth, sleep difficulties like um, falling asleep and restless, unsatisfying sleep. The emotional symptoms of anxiety include restlessness, irritability or feeling on edge, difficulty controlling worry and or fear, Dread, panic. But what are the causes of these psychological disorders? Well, anxiety is caused by a big event or a build-up of smaller stressful life. 
situation that may trigger excessive anxiety. For example, a death in the family, work stress or ongoing worry about finances, and the personality. People with certain personality types are more prone to anxiety disorders than others are. Or it could be caused by other mental health disorders. Instead, depression is a complex disease. No one knows exactly what causes it, but it can happen for a variety of reasons. Some people have depression during a serious medical illnesses. Others may have depression with life changes such as a move or the death of a loved one. Still others have a family history of depression. Those who do may have depression and feel overwhelmed with sadness and loneliness for no one reason. Lots of things can increase the chance of depression, including the following. Abuse. Physical, sexual or emotional abuse can make you more vulnerable to depression later in life. Age. People who are elderly are at a higher risk of depression that can be made worse by other factors, such as living alone and having a lack of social support. Certain medications, some drugs such as isotretinone used to treat acne, the antiviral drug interferon alpha and the corticosteroids can increase your risk of depression. Conflict, depression in someone who has the biological vulnerability to it may result from personal conflicts or disputes with the families, member or friends. Death or a loss, sadness or grief after the death or loss of a loved one through natural can increase the risk of depression. Gender. Women are about twice as likely as men to become depressed. No one's sure why. The hormonal changes that women go through at different times of their lives may play a role. Genies. A family history of depression may increase the risk. It's thought that depression is a complex trait meaning there are probably many different genes that each exert a small effect, rather than a single gene that contributes to disease risk. The genetics of depression, like most physiatric disorders, are not as simple or straightforward as in purely genetic diseases such as Huntington's, chorea, or cystic fibrosis. Major events. Even good events such as starting a new job, graduating or getting married can lead to depression. So can moving, losing a job or income, getting divorced or retiring or retiring. However, the syndrome of clinical depression is never just a normal response to stressful life events. Other personal problems. Problems such as social isolation due to other mental illnesses, 
or being cast out of a family or social group can contribute to the risk of developing clinical depression. Serious illnesses. Sometimes, sometimes depression happens along with the major illnesses or may be triggered by another medical condition. And then, substance misuse. Nearly 30% of people with substance misuse problems also have major or clinical depression. Even if drugs or alcohol temporarily make you feel better, they ultimately will aggravate depression. The mental disorders have the potential to manifest themselves in adolescence. That is considered a critical time, lending to a high risk of chronic mental illnesses in the future. Being a major mental health problem, depression is characterized by a high prevalence. In the USA, an estimated 20% of adolescents will experience a depressive episode by the age of 18. In Germany, depressive disorders show a lifetime prevalence of 16,8% among probands between 13 and 24 years. In Australia, 14,2% of adolescents report symptoms of depression, and up to 25% are likely to have experienced a clinically significant depressive episode by the age of 18. Besides its significant probability, depression has an adverse effect on school performance and associated outcomes. Often preceding or bonding incorbidity, anxiety poses a subsequent threat that appears to be most common among DSM fourth disorders at least in the American and Australian youth. DSM-4 is the acronym of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, used by clinicians and researchers to diagnose and classify mental disorders. It is the result of over 10 years of work by hundreds of international experts in the field of mental health created by the American Physiatric Association. For the global population, a high lifetime prevalence of 16,6% of anxiety, anxiety, of anxiety disorders is stated of anxiety disorder is stated. Anxiety disorders are also accompanied by a broad by a broad variety of negative life consequences in a social in a social em, consequence in a social, emotional and academic functioning manner are divided into universal selective and indicative approaches. Irrespective of risk status, universal school-based interventions address all adolescents as primary prevention measure. Selective programs aimed at adolescents identified as at risk to mental disorders 
due to individual or environmental characteristics. Identicate The setting school seems surprising to oppose this aberration early enough. It allows to bypass obstacles other setting exhibit. Geographic distance is obsolete. The intervention operates directly inside the youth environment and the trained school staff may play an executive or supportive role. Depending on the specific target group, Prevention strategies programs target adolescents already showing low to moderate symptoms and therefore being at high risk to develop disorders in the future. This intervention could also be considered early treatment rather than prevention in a broader sense, as they deal with adolescents that were already symptomatic at basal at baseline assessment. Still mild symptoms regularly act as identifications for the future development of severe depressive disorders. This review gives an overview of school-based interventions to prevent the occurrence of depression and anxiety disorders, utilizing an RST design. RST or randomized controlled trial, is a type of scientific experiment that aims to reduce certain sources of bias when testing the effectiveness of new treatments. It is accomplished by randomly allocating subjects to two or more groups, treating them differently and then comparing them with respect to a measured response. It contributes to the existing research by bringing together two of youth's most prevalent. It emancipates from recent work by physic and other psychologists by excluding prevention intervention conducted outside of the school setting. In contrast, to Neile and Christensen, it excludes early intervention treatment programs and focuses on prevention only. To ensure compatibility of effect sites, the review's computation includes only the most utilized questionnaires in the reviewed article. The CDI, also called Children's Depression inventory that is used to scale the severity of depressive symptoms in children and adolescents between the age of 7 and 70, and the RCMAS, or Revised Children's Manifest Anxiety Scale, which is measures the level and the nature of anxiety as experienced today by children aged between 9 and 19 years, using a simple yes or no response format. And that's it for today. 
I hope that the topic has interested you being a topic of today and that speak to us students in this critical situation. Thank you for listening and have a good day.